The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. So you're here because you want to know modern, vintage, everything in the world of card collecting today. Chuck, he's the collector, and Joe, he's the dealer, welcome you to the best card talk that covers it all. From the hottest new cases to 67 high numbers, all brought to you by Sports Card Investor, the leading source for videos, podcasts, and articles about investing in sports cards. Profit from the hobby you love by visiting sportscardinvestor.com. Collector, dealer, take it away. Oh, you remember him and everything he said is true. It is the collector and the dealer. This is season four, episode four, the ultra modern market, ultra correction. I am Chuck Oliver. I'm the collector. He's Joe Davis. He's the dealer. About me, been collecting since I was a second grader. I was 1976 in a place called Lawrenceville, Georgia, about, I don't know, half hour north of Atlanta. Strange as it may seem, just a few streets down is Joe Davis, who now all these years later, he started collecting the same year, and he is one of the Southeast, if not the country's most premier dealers. Uh, Joe, welcome. How you doing, man? I am a little worn out, Chuck, to be honest. I've had back-to-back weekends of big shows, and so they've been fantastic but exhausting. And then we just relaunched a new website at GotBaseballCards.com, and we're renovating the shop. And... So we're, we're a little busy, but it's been great. But happy to be with you, and uh, we've got a lot of great stuff to talk about today. As I said, I am the collector in this, and so I'm on eBay and whatever else and Twitter, but you are the dealer, and so you and Bennis Tell people how if they want to conduct some commerce with you digitally or in person, uh, how they do that. Sure thing. Yeah, like I said, our website is gotbaseballcards.com. That's G-O-T baseballcards.com. We just totally revamped the website, added a lot of new content. They can... Come out and see us in Loganville, Georgia. We're open six days a week. We've got a 10,000 foot superstore out halfway between Atlanta and Athens, roughly. And uh, online, anywhere, if you, if you search the term got baseball cards, whether it be Instagram, eBay, Facebook, YouTube, whatever, you'll find us. So, yeah, I've been doing it 33 years, and, and I hope to do it that many more. And the frequent flyer miles and everything else, and I uh, actually made it into the Hall of Fame last year, uh, the, the industry equivalent of the Hall of Fame. So yeah. let's talk um, not only new boxes and cases, but I'm going to tell you what I've heard and maybe what I've seen. Um, ultra modern, I guess, is the phrase for football and basketball. Modern and ultra modern football and basketball, a lot of singles from the past several years. Uh, what is selling right now? And also, what are you being offered by either collectors or maybe, I'll say, quote, amateur pri- uh, part-time investors who got a little deep on Trey Young or Luca or Justin Fields, and now they're looking to maybe back out? Yeah, I mean, to, to be very transparent, the ultra-modern market definitely peaked like in 2021, and we've seen a, 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 a major pullback since then. Now, I'm not speaking of whoever's trending in the moment, like C.J. Stroud. You couldn't get enough Stroud cards this year. I mean, everything was selling. Did everything, Brock Purdy, I, I assume, hold over the last Brock, year? 
Absolutely. Purdy is on fire right now. There's one particular product of his I've sold hundreds of boxes of, and I keep chasing more of them and will be for the next few weeks through the Super Bowl at least. And uh, so, so those guys are super hot. Wimbanyama, of course, brand new product. He brand new products that he's in. His stuff is red hot. But some of the overproduced stuff from especially like 1920 basketball, 2021 basketball, so forth, that stuff has pulled back like Luca rookies, Trey rookies. Um, you know, a lot of those guys, LaMelo, a lot of those guys had their peak and it's definitely not there now. And they're definitely possibly some really good buying opportunity. I mean, after Luca scored 73, I'm like, yeah, this guy really can ball. And I went and saw him against the Warriors when I was out in San Francisco. And so I think there's definite opportunities on some of those guys at the levels they're at when you look at what they peaked at and what a steal they are relative to where they were in the last couple of years. So, yeah, maybe a market correction back. But when you have – like a market correction is supposed to be like coffee futures. And that's, I don't know, a company that has 50 layers of corporate whatever and they have some in coffee. When it's a a, a connection, a, 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 a network of amateur investors or speculators even who have like, I don't know, 500 Kyle Pitts rookie cards – then it's easier for them to just kind of bail on that. And so at those prices, I agree with you. It's not just market correction back to where it should have been. There are some buy prices now. There are some buy ratings on a lot of these guys that you mentioned over the last three, four, five years, especially a guy like Luca that I want to be honest, he can be as good. And this is rare in a league like the NBA. I think Luca can be as good as he chooses to be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I watched him against – Steph, you know, and I was like, Luca is the best player on the court. Yeah. You know, it's like because he's not only can shoot, but he, you know, he's got the body. I mean, he's he's like a uh my son said he goes, he's kind of like LeBron, not not nearly as athletic, but he's bulky and he can push his weight around from the guard spot. So and he can definitely shoot. So um, you know, he's uh People really, people love him, and uh, I think he's got a really bright, long, long-term future in the league. Yep, and he also brings a lot of attention, so um, that's yeah. always good for it. Uh, all right, so this is something that you and I have kind of touched on before, and I'm just looking around, and I, I this is again um, almost anecdotal, but it's just my observations. I remember at the height of the pandemic. Do you remember this? There were like gunfight at the asphalt corral outside target over who can get the two boxes of panini that was being like doled out in rations to different targets and walmarts and people were like ambushing the delivery guys and paying them off and things i can get some panini basketball right now at target i can get all i want at walmart um are we in a new junk wax era and is that is is that too much of just a broad brush given fanatics and their printing numbers whatever they are in distribution etc yeah i definitely remember those it was almost like reliving cabbage patch days there was so much demand and people fighting over stuff <clears throat> whereas now at least certain products sit on the shelf because they are making uh they collectively whether it be panini sure. or fanatics there's certain products where there's a lot of I don't mind that because I look at it as, as a hobby shop owner. Um, to me, it's like everybody who goes to a mass market store can get the appetizer. 
and there's always an appetizer out there for them to pick up and sample it. And then when they want the real stuff and they want a hobby box with better hits and better content, uh, they can come to a hobby store, to a local hobby shop. I want to ask you if I could about one just example, Joe, that I really enjoy, and that's the Tops holiday box with you know the snowflakes and sand in the stands yep. and whatever else i really like it. it's just kind of a fun rip and i used to buy those and you know i would get one or two of them and that would be what was on the shelf i actually backed away from it this year because i walked into a walmart and i saw like 40 blasters of it and so give me if i could ask you specifically about that one example this year this you know past two months or so ago um, what was your experience and did I just get spooked off, uh, or is that a readily available product? Yeah, the tops holiday, they did change it this year and for, for, uh, a while it was retail exclusive and then this year hobby shops could get it as well. And we sold the daylights out of it. I mean, like we'd buy a case, we'd sell through, we'd buy a case, we'd sell through. So yes, it's an entry level price point, but, uh, it was designed to be that it's designed for collectors to have fun. There's a shot at some rare parallels. There's shot at some, some hits, but it's designed to be affordable and it's not designed where the base cards are going to 10 X in value. It's to be fun, affordable. And, and I'm okay with that. You know, fanatics is I'm glad they're doing some, I just met with a bunch of people from the fanatics team. I had a meet and greet with them this past weekend. And there's a lot of, entry-level products they're focused on making so that kids can buy a $30 box or $40 box or whatever and no it's not going to have the hits that the thousand dollar boxes are going to have but they can be introduced to collecting and have fun without breaking the bank so I'm okay with that but yeah you know you could have bought them and had fun with it but they did print a lot of that product. And that's exactly what it is. I was like for a, a $24.99 or $29 or whatever it is. I was like, it's a fun, nice little rip here. And I was like, wait a minute, this is really available now. Um, but as you said, it's not supposed to be, uh, you know, an end of the rainbow sort of thing. All right, just a quick question. You're going to say no. Did Gypsy Queen ever come out or will there be a Gypsy Queen? I know that we've had, like, don't 2022 football releases come out six, nine months later, I think I was seeing. So is there any chance Gypsy Queen returns? No, at least not in 23, because it technically skipped 23, and we're are there are everything they're soliciting now is 2024, pretty much. I think there's a couple of high end 23s that are still yeah. trailing behind, but does not look like there'll be any 2024 or any 23 Gypsy. So maybe if there's enough outrage from collectors like you, maybe they'll bring Damn. the brand back in 24. A popular thought in the sports card world is that there's two camps, those that love the hobby and those that profit from the industry. Thanks to Sports Card Investor, you can do both. Jeff Wilson has built his Sports Card Investor YouTube channel and his personal website, sportscardinvestor.com, so that if you're a beginner looking to flip cards for cash or a returning veteran to the hobby wanting to make sure you get the best deals ahead of any emerging price trends, Sports Card Investor is for you. Sports Card Investor, the leading source for videos, podcasts, and articles about investing in sports cards. Profit from the hobby you love by visiting sportscardinvestor.com. All right, another quick just pulse. Um, how did Bowman Draft go over this year? Because that's usually a late November, late December release, and it's always really popular to take, take and store. 
Yeah, it's been an incredible seller. They put the Tom Brady autographs in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, there was the bounty for the number twelve, and it's yeah, it's been a great seller. And now I, I don't follow the prospects like some of my customers do, but uh, there there are apparently some really good prospects in it as well. But uh, I'm more of a buy the legends, buy the veterans that you know are established, and not speculate. But apparently there are some uh, some really good prospects in the product as well. But the big chase has been the Tom Brady autographs. Could I ask you quickly? I know it's only been out, you know, whatever, four or five, six weeks, however long. Uh, what was the issue price and maybe what is the buy price now for a customer? Um, it hasn't really gone up a lot. Okay. I believe we started in the for like the jumbo boxes. If I remember correctly, I think they started in the low 400s and now they're in the mid 500s okay so yes it is moved up but it hasn't been like oh it's doubled in price in two months like some products do all right well let's uh wrap up with just a quick discussion of i mean you can't really discuss the sports card market and certainly the basketball card market um without the michael jordan rookie uh what's been your latest encounter whatever i didn't prep you for this really what's been your latest encounter with the michael jordan rookie and where do you think that card is now um it's not 750 grand um but i will say it's both one of the top three basketball cards ever and it's also pretty available as a 10 um, if you have the money, but it's available out there. It really, really is. Uh, tell me tell me what's going on. What have you seen lately with the Jordan? Like, what was your latest encounter, maybe? Um, well, I mean, we're always... You told me you're always show, getting fakes. Well, besides, yeah, we actually have a variety of fakes in the shop now to show people. We have a counterfeit database that ties into our grading system now where we have a whole display of different fake Jordan rookies to help educate customers on and, and submitters. Cause sadly they come in with them often and I'll go, Oh, there's another version. But um, yeah, I mean, they're definitely way off their peak. I tell you one thing that has shifted the focus a little bit is PSA started grading the star company Jordans, you know, a couple of years ago. And so now some who might've been chasing the flea are like, Oh, I can now get a star company. PSA Jordan rookie, which is actually two years older, you know, than the Fleer, but, but the Fleer is, is still so iconic, so much demand. Um, and it, it is to a point now where a lot of people can put, I mean, you can put a nice one, you can put a six or a seven into your collection and for well under five figures, I mean, I mean, a, a, a nice eight will run you about six to seven right now. And so that's, you know, for, for some people in the industry, that's affordable to put a nice high grade Jordan in their collection. So, uh, always demand, I'll tell you what has not slowed down, uh, is the wax, the unopened. I mean, there, there is less and less of that out there, the more and more that gets opened. And, uh, there's plenty of demand for the unopened product and, uh, but you're right. There's plenty of them out there. I just had a collector bring in an entire set. Uh, with a Jordan 8 and then we graded all the other keys for him and we're going to be selling the entire set for him and that happens more often than you would think so but it's uh, certainly uh, as long as Jordan shoes and Jordan as a person remain in the yeah. public eye you know he's not you know his his brands aren't going anywhere uh, you know we just had the air movie come out to bring you know if you you know last year and so 
uh, I'm sure there'll be another documentary coming because, uh, filmmakers who, uh, saw how much money was made off the last dance, I'm sure would be happy to make another one. Wrapping up, uh, part of what I was reading about the ultra modern market and what has maybe happened, um, a correction. I read that vintage and pre-war seem to have survived any real downturn in pricing. Those markets are actually seeing healthy gains still. Uh, talk vintage and pre-war, which I know happens a lot, a lot less often walking through your door, but whether it's the storefront, whether it's your show schedule you've been keeping, tell me any vintage or pre-war uh, fun stories and interactions lately. Uh, the vintage has been super strong for us. I just did the Dallas show. I just did the Culture Collision show. We sold a 53 tops Jackie 4 at the da PSA 4 at the Dallas show for 3400 And we just sold a uh, 49 Bowman Jackie. Uh, and I'm trying to remember the grade now. I think it was also a PSA 4 for uh, 5100 this weekend. So Jackie in general is always in demand, Jay Robinson, um, but sold thousands of dollars worth of vintage commons, uh, set builders are still building old sets. Um, we are still always eager to buy. I actually just yesterday bought about 1200 vintage commons from the early to late fifties and how, always uh, had, I'm sorry, how, when somebody walks up, how, um, straight to the good stuff, even the commons, do they go to condition wise? Uh, you know, amazingly or not, not amazing, surprisingly, a lot of the collect the set builders aren't nearly as picky as you think they're determined on getting their set finished. And mm -hmm. they're like, you know, it's got got a bad corner, but Hey, I just want to get the set done. You know, for those who are going to grade everything, obviously it's a different standard, but, and, and we are seeing a lot of vintage come in to get graded through our PSA grading service. And, uh, but, um, so, some aren't as picky as you'd think there's still, there's still Good. some yeah. purists who just want to finish their 54 top set. I mean, you know, whatever year it is. And, uh, but, but we do have some who are more scrupulous who are chasing the higher grades. Do you still, you work the, uh, color coded, uh, top loaders, right? We actually have switched to, uh, actual pricing on every card now. And so because of the variance, the, yeah. Yeah. Because with the higher ends, there's only so, so many colors in the rainbow. And yeah. so now we have, we have stuff priced individually in our flip through boxes everywhere from about five dollars to probably eighty dollars and then if it goes above that we typically have it in a showcase sure sure all right joe uh well it's been a wonderful visit and we're gonna take a break and come back in maybe in uh, just a few more days we'll be back with you with another episode of the collector and the dealer The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. <sighs> or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. 
or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at CampMargaritavilleLanierIslands.com. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory-certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to WadeFord.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. With Blue certified, nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at WadeFord.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer. 